This episode of Cocktail Conversations with Shannon has a little bit of adult conversation. So if you have any cute little ones around or if you're just a little uptight, you may not want to listen. Hello, hello, my loves, and welcome to a very special Sangria Sermon episode of Cocktail Conversations with Shannon. Now listen, I have recorded an excellent episode with an excellent guest that I'm super, super excited about, but y'all ain't gonna hear that this week. Do you want to know why you're not going to hear it this week? Because too much mess happened over the last few days, and I have gotten pointed request for a specific sangria sermon about all of the mess that's been going on. So I've got to actually postpone my my real good educational, it's about sex, so I'm acting like we're going to talk about like, <laughs> but it was going to, you know, it's, it's excellent. I'm super excited. So next week we'll have a real full discussion, but this week we're going to do what? Dive into the mess. Or should I say, ooh, I'm about to dive in. Ooh, speaking of mess, have y'all heard about Trey Songz losing his mind? He's been punching people. He was at a bar. They said he sat on he sat his behind on a bar. Now I don't know. He's acting like he hasn't been in the club. You don't sit on the furniture. I you know it's one thing to stand on something once in a while. People tell you get down, get down. Trey Songz punched the bartender in the face. He punched a cop a little while ago at a football game. Is he not? Is he well? Is he going through something? Is he emotionally challenged? Now quiet as is kept, I have always heard word around the word around, is that Trey Songz is a jerk, a handsome jerk, but a jerk. I've never heard that he was, I've never heard anybody say Trey Songz was super nice, right? But you just hauling off and punching people when you actually do need to behave yourself. It's a, is this a cry for help? Hmm. That wasn't even on the docket, but I, I had to think about diving in and it made me think about it. So, you know, anger is one of those emotions that people seem to fall back on when they don't know how to access their more sophisticated feelings. That's why I say anger is like a tertiary emotion, right? Like you got to go underneath it. What do I really feel? Is it sadness, disappointment, depression? Like what's the real feeling? I hope he figures that out before he actually go to jail where he probably should be for all this punching he's been doing. Let's dive into what y'all really want me to talk about. We're going to talk about two very important things that have taken place. Um, of course, of course, of course, they're Real Housewives related. <laughs> because can I, can I avoid it? Like people, my friends, my loved ones, my people are actively asking me to discuss the events that have taken place over the last few days. So let's talk about, I'm going to start light and then we're going to dive in heavy. First thing, if you're a fan of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, we've talked about the divorce, the great divorce of Erica Jane and famed attorney Tom Girardi. Uh, I thought it was weird when they announced it in the first place, but now, you know, the show is coming out. Erica thinks she's going to jail because they had some embezzlement stuff going on. And the, the speculation that I had in the beginning was that they're not really divorcing to divorce, they're divorcing to hide some assets. Of course, she's come out and said that he's cheated and all that jazz. But the truth is, it's too much money involved. So now they have listed their mansion for sale amid these allegations. $13 million. You can live in Pasadena, 
in Erica Jane and Tom Girardi's uh, marital home. It is, can I be honest, as a, as a realtor, uh, as a person who uh, looks at a lot of properties, likes a lot of properties, watches too much HGTV, the house is kind of ugly to me. <laughs> it's just a big old hunk of like wood. I mean, it looks like Erica Jane doesn't live there, if that makes any sense. It looks like she never decorated it. It is fully decorated. It is a mansion, McMansion, McMansion. And if you've watched the show, you've seen how palatial the home is. It is like very covered in wood. Uh, it is built from 1928. It is Tuscan style. There's four bedrooms, five full baths, and four powder rooms, and 10,300 square feet. It's a mansion mansion, right? So I'm sure they're thinking they can sell this and hopefully square up on all of the embezzlement and legal charges and things like that that they have. He's been saying now that he has dementia, so that's going to add to like, I didn't know what I was doing when I was stealing money from all these people who, uh, like he was the attorney, for those of you who might be unfamiliar or forgot, for like, I think it was like a plane crash. And instead of paying the victims that, you know, when the, when the settlement came in, he skimmed some money. Um, just not right. Just not ethical. But their house is for sale. You can go to realtor.com and look at the pictures. It is not my style. It all looks like elderly ladies live here. And um, like Norma Desmond should just appear down the stairs and tell us she's ready for a close-up. It's like lots of weird prints. It's not, you know, she's a more modern style. That's that's what I like. French doors, French everything. Expensive, right? Money, money, money. But not really, it don't look like Erica ever really stayed here. It looks like he just moved her in and she just never, ever decorated or changed anything. I don't like it. But so that's what's going on. Of course, we're going to keep our eyes open for that um, because it's such a, you know, the housewives are always in trouble, right? Not new, not a new thing at all. But this is, this is, you know, I mean, Juicy Joe from Real Housewives of uh, New Jersey got all the way deported. So legal issues, that ain't, that ain't no problem. That's new. That's not new. But this is a big one because it is such a legal mess that, um, it's it's both interesting and sad like who wants to see their 81 year old husband go to jail even if he kind of deserves it it's a lot right um your sugar daddy's not supposed to fail you speaking of sugar daddies let's talk about <laughs> so on mother's day I had a rough mother's day so i kind of was checked out but i looked on my little instagram and i saw our good friend from the Real Housewives of Atlanta, Portia Williams. And it looked like, you know, she did the standard, oh, here's me and my mama, here's me and my, you know, we had a little barbecue, we had a little picnic. And I saw her in between Dennis, her child's father, and this other man. And I thought, well, why is she so close to Dennis' daddy? I didn't know who he was. Because like I said, I dip in at Atlanta when it's a popular, like important episode, and I dip out. So as, as the day progressed and more people were like, what the hell is this? It was revealed that the man that she was in the photo with is not Dennis's father, but is in fact the ex-husband of one of last season's cast members, one of the friends of the show, Fallon. I don't know how to pronounce their last name. Guabadia, Gubadaba, Guba, that. Fallon G. Her husband, Simon, was the guy. And so people were like, why is her hand? on his chest 
Why do they look like a couple? Why is there a giant ring on Portia's hand? People connect the dots and then by the end of the day, Miss Portia revealed that she and her cast member's ex-husband are now a couple. I'm going to see if I can find the original post so you can see uh, the, I want you to hear the verbiage because a verbiage is very important. And you know, the internet is full of how we all didn't just, why didn't we all just work for the FBI? We can connect some dots. You say half of it, we're going to tell you 20. So this is what Portia revealed in a photo of her and Simon, the man I thought was her baby daddy's father. <laughs> um, her and Simon on a boat. She's in a lime green leopard swimsuit together. Our relationship began a month ago. Yes, we are crazy in love. I know it's fast, but we are living life each day to its fullest. I choose happiness every morning and every night, tuning out negative energy and only focus on positive wishes. He makes me so happy. And to me, that is what matters most. For all of you that need facts, I get the optics, but Simon filed for a divorce from a previous marriage in January. I had nothing to do with their divorce filing. That's between the two of them. Fallon and I are not friends, and Simon's divorce has been settled. Our relationship is a positive, loving step forward in everybody's lives. Simon and Dennis are committed to being respectful and supportive of my happiness in this situation, as well as being the best co-parents they can be to baby PJ. Two black men stepping up being amazing people. Let's praise them. It's a beautiful moment in my life. We can't wait to spend the rest of our lives together. Love, P. Hashtag love wins. So here's the problem. Fallon and I are not friends. You're co-workers. That's, that's fair. I always say this, these are co-workers. But on the reality show, Fallon was introduced as your friend. And you went to Fallon's home, you, Tanya, and your sister. Um, and swam in Fallon's pool. And... and and, and all of this happened at the end of last year. If you remember, Real Housewives sort of starts in the summer and then they had a Halloween episode. So all of this timeline-wise is very at the end of the year. So, you know, you swimming in the pool and stuff. And I, I will say this. I don't know this man, you know, from nobody and I didn't really care about him. But there was a thing he did that I found super gross. And that is like Fallon invites the girls over. They're all swimming in the pool. He comes out, introduces himself. Hi, you know, whatever. But then there's like parts where he's just like, if you look at the clip, he's just sort of lurking around as they swim and play. And that's just icky. Um, it's really kind of creepy. Like, why are you just watching women in swimsuits on my girls day? Go to the man cave. He don't stay. It's not like he's staying like a small two, three. He ain't got nowhere to go. He is living in a mansion. Go find a place to hang while I hang with the girls. Like, but I guess he was scoping out the next. Okay. So this is what happened. It is. Let's talk about timelines. Because this is where people are. In addition to the, ew, that's your friend's ex-husband which it does feel gross. And I know she's saying we're not friends, but y'all were definitely hanging out. You were taking pictures. Y'all were hanging out as friends. It just looks like y'all were friends or at least friendly enough that maybe you don't scoop up somebody's ex-husband and, 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 and announce it this way. Um, so let's talk about the timeline. Fallon and her husband, Simon, and they're still legally married. I think it's still being settled um, despite what Portia says in the comment. 
Um, they were, they just announced this, that they were getting divorced in March, I think. And then they, but they filed in January. Um, as recently as January 25th, the husband was posting, you know, I love my wife. We're in this together. She knows me. She takes my shit and I take hers and all these like uplifting marriage posts. So he is saying that she cheated on him. Right. She had an affair, supposedly. And that's the cause of the divorce. Fallon hasn't really said much other than we divorce them, um, which may be which may be true. Right. He, she may have done that. And he may have said, listen, I've had enough. I'm out. Um, but the stop, the timeline is still super cloudy because Portia says we've only been together for a month. And now we're getting engaged and people are speculating that Portia looked very pregnant on Mother's Day. But the picture you showed of yourself in that lime light colored bikini or swimsuit on the boat with him, when people went back on your timeline and saw you in that bikini on a boat by yourself, like, hey, I'm on vacation, that does not line up with a month ago. That was like, let me look, I'm, I'm doing my research as I talk to you guys. That was far more uh, farther back. Like it was not a month ago that you were on that boat in that, in that, in that line swimsuit. That was more of around the same time that he filed for divorce. So I get you saying I have nothing to do with that, but it looks like you, you may have been a heavy influence if he knew he could hop from, from one bed to the next. So he's an interesting character. Uh, Portia, Portia don't mind, she don't mind not looking at people, boy, she can, she can, he's not a handsome man, I'm just gonna say what it is, and I'm sorry, I don't like to judge people like that, that sounds negative, that sounds nasty, but he's not, and, um, but he's wealthy, he's worth 40 million dollars, he has private jets, uh, he has boats, he is, I guess, fine enough in the bank account to just not worry about it. And so, <laughs> I mean, it's, I can, I can say honestly what, what, mm, it's not for me. It would not be a thing for me, but yeah, so she's on this boat. There's clear evidence that they were talking or dating or whatever, um, around that same time. And I'm sure that that may have been a, in, even though Portia's saying I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, if y'all were hanging out, he probably was like, I really don't have to work on my marriage now. <laughs> like, I can bounce. Like, I don't have to be there. Um, whew, let's talk about all of it. Because, yes, Fallon, okay. My whole take on this. I have lots of thoughts about it. It's all messy and it's all mixed. So, Fallon did cheat. In some way, shape, or form, someone dug up a video of Fallon at a bowling alley. It looks like she was proposing to someone else, some guy. I mean, it looks stupid, her proposing to this young man with a little ring. And the timeline of that, it had to have been Christmas because they're at this loud bowling alley and they're playing like Winter Wonderland over the loudspeaker at this bowling alley. First of all, I don't care how cheaterific it is. Don't don't propose to me at the bowling alley. It's not, it wasn't even like, you know, galactic skate with all the lights and stuff. It wasn't even that. It was just like fluorescent lighting 
onion rings and the loud thump of like the pens being knocked down just and a woman proposing to a young man so she she has something going on unless there's a, a woman that looks just like her and it had to have been around december when that was because christmas music all over the pa so yes not saying fallon is a perfect person not saying that she even cares she may not care she may be like whatever um and that's listen that's fine too but all of this just shows me that everybody involved with this is messy and so then as soon as all this came out and Porsche's all we're engaged I know it's fast yada 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 uh a, a young lady from Atlanta has said wait a minute how are you engaged to her when you and I were dating as recently as March 30th they met March 30th and they've been seeing each other as well you know, she's got photos and videos of herself in his very nice car, uh, holding his jacket and all these sort of things that indicate clearly she was with this man. It's just, here's the thing, because I'm seeing some people say, well, why is it that y'all are getting down on Portia about this? He's the one that's married. It's his job. You're absolutely right. He's the one who's legally still married. And his marriage may in fact be over and infidelity may be his you know, drawing point with his wife and they may be, but you got to do things. What? Decent and in order. And if you are still legally married, if you have not finished things and you're not Dr. Dre, you're not Bethany Frankel, you're not, and I'm naming those people because those are people for whom the relationship will be over legally fair and square over, but they're wrangling over very expensive things like the price of art. Like, you know, some people have a hard time getting divorced because of finances and who's getting what. Um, and those are the extremely rich people can actually, you know, genuinely be single and fighting over the items if you're not in that situation then put a little distance put a little space in there because what happens is whether or not you're right or wrong it just don't look good my grandma used to say that all the time used to irritate me you know some stuff just don't look right but this is one of those cases in which your, your good could be evil spoken of so he could be let's pretend that the timeline is honest that it's not like that at all that fallon doesn't give a damn where he goes and who he's with. Maybe she don't care. Maybe she don't care that much about, maybe. It still don't look good. And that's my thing with Portia is like, you know you still live in this world where the world is gonna look at the woman and say, you the nasty one. We, like the expectations for straight men are under the ground. We don't expect much from them. That's really what it comes down to. Women don't expect men to be loyal. They just don't. You know, think about the fact that let's be transparent. There are women now who don't let their own daughters wear shorts in the house because, you know, my, my boyfriend and my, you, you know, your stepdaddy. Like, there's this way that we accept that men are going to just do horrible things. And in the old days, old ladies will tell you, don't have no woman coming over to visit your house. Don't have, you know, it's not right. But what unfortunately happens is that Portia sets back, a, this whole scenario set back a lot of stuff because there are still going to be some people who see this and say, she invited this woman into her home and now she took her husband. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm not saying that's what it is. What I'm saying is this is why you don't do mess. And that's why you have to be careful and do things in a decent and an orderly fashion. Because the timeline ain't lining, right? And, and you, so so either you been dipping and tipping with this man since January, since he said, I'm sick of my wife, 
which looks really gross, or you dumb enough to get married and pregnant, engaged and pregnant after one whole month of dating. It just looks stupid. That's just, that's just it. What's interesting is so, so the Simon guy makes his post. This is, uh, this is another thing that, right, you know, I'm basically just telling y'all things that got on my nerves about these people. This Simon man makes his post about how, you know, the timeline and all this stuff and how happy he's been and how, um, how did he say that? He and Portia have done the work needed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me, two days ago. Okay, here we go. Let me read it again. Same photo with the swimsuit. Um. It says, I'd like to seize this opportunity to thank every well-wisher of Portia and I, whether via phone, text, or DM. You affirm my belief that finding love is possible for everyone who genuinely seeks one. Getting married again was never a question in my mind, but when? Beloved, you just broke up in January. It's not even been six months. Uh, the interesting thing about life is that it is an individual journey. Portia and I, with the support of our loved ones, have chosen to travel together as one and spread love and positivity to our community, which is in desperate need of healthy, of positive and healthy images of the best versions of ourselves. That's what the hell y'all doing? <laughs> Ooh, he thinks, okay, we try, he has so, such lofty thoughts about himself and Portia. We travel this road, not lightly, considering we have been in relationships that have thought us to want to do better for ourselves. I asked her to marry me because we checked all of each other's boxes and then some. This is the part that I have. Now, the rest of it made me chuckle, but this is the part I, this is my point of contention. Here we go. We have done the individual work to sustain a healthy relationship. And I stand next to her proud that we have found each other. What we have is what we wish every single one of you out there had happiness so when i asked she said yes that is all that mattered thank you again for your love and support truly appreciate it hashtag love win what i have an issue is is we have done the individual work to sustain a healthy relationship how when did you do that when was that done between in six months how did you do the how did you do the individual work in six months to sustain a healthy relationship how did you do this the the work that you needed to make sure that whatever happened in your last relationship doesn't happen for you in this next relationship in six months i ask that because there are women who are who are on year seven of like i'm working on me they reading books and they doing singles conferences and they in therapy and they doing all this stuff and well i'm just i'm just trying to be the best me i'm trying not to so you mean to tell me it only took you six months to heal from being cheated on by your wife. All of your life issues. It only took you. Oh, I'm lying. I'm giving him an extra month. From January to like. He's, they're saying April. So the end of January. So February, March. It took you three and a half months. To do all of your individual work. In order to sustain and change whatever happened in your preview, whatever experiences you brought in the past, you on a healthy, you on a healthy path. I don't know if you lying to yourself, Portia, or all of us, but I don't like niggas lying in my face. I've said it once, I've said it twice. I feel like I've said it multiple times on the show. Don't lie in my face. And so now I don't like him. Because 
how how are you do what is this individual work that you've done what is it do, how many therapy sessions did you have you, the very basically kind of first woman that you've been in a serious relationship since your last is is you've done all the individual work you need to do in order to start a new marriage this is what bothers me because well this is why i'm saying porsche's dumb because other you know i just got her off that underground railroad comment i had just forgiven her for being that kind of dumb but she back on it now because you do you think he is healed from this do you think he is equipped to be a sufficient life partner right now after just being divorced for like three and a half months? what you think? Did you ask? I was talking to my cousin about that. I said, she need to see a Carfax on this dude. Why did the last girl need to wander? What's happening? Is she just, she just a evil wanton whore or what was going on in that relationship? I'm not sure I believe that he is so healed from what happened, because even a lot of times we see our, our, our female counterparts get cheated on and they leave relationships. And a lot of times women will say, I need time to heal, to process, to see my role in this. I don't want to be in this again, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not saying necessarily he's the reason his ex-wife cheated. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying I don't believe as a person with common sense that he's so healed. He's done all his work to make sure that this relationship is going to succeed with flying colors because I don't even think that was his first marriage he's got children both he and Fallon had children from previous relationships and we know he's divorcing her this is probably a marriage number three four now clearly he can afford it right <laughs> he, ooh, private jet he can afford it right but it's just like are you sure that you're not getting out of the frying pan and into the fire Portia that's my issue issue number two back to Portia She's going to tell me him and Dennis are working to co-parent her child. If I had a child, my mother was a single mother my whole life. She was not married. There was not a quick introduction. A month? I, after a month and she was serious, I may have just been meeting. But this co-parent thing, I didn't have a co-parent. My mom at one point was engaged <laughs> to a man. And he did treat me like I was his child. He really did care about me. But she was like, you care too much about my child. And at one point he wanted to adopt me. And she was like, that's a red flag. She got a daddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, there's a whole man that, that actually calls her his child. And, he, you know, you're not going to just swoop in and try to, like, take my baby because you don't like who you got. Like, no. And so this rush to co-parent with step-parents or just with men that you've only been dating according to her timeline, a month. I don't understand as, as, as the child of a single parent, one month. And I don't mean like, you know, it's one thing, let's meet. Yeah, we going to, you know, we going to Chuck E. Cheese together. Cool. After a month, I kind of understand, especially y'all serious, whatever. But people, let me tell y'all something. This is, this is, I wish I could tell Portia this. I'm going to tell all of you. When my uncle JB, Lord rest his soul, it's my great uncle, a week before he passed, I drove my mom and my grandmother over to St. Pete to visit with him. And that was right around the time my husband, my now husband and I had first started dating. And I was in the hospital room trying to mind my business and not say much. He was so, um, he had had some uh, like brain stuff, but he was still really with it. But he couldn't see all the way. So 
I'm just sitting in the corner. I hadn't said nothing. He says, hold on. Somebody else in here. Shannon here being quiet. He called me out, boy. He could feel my energy. So he's like, what's going on? Mind you, I was a very grown woman. I was not in my early 20s. I was not in my late teens. But of course, my grandma said, Shan got a boyfriend. <laughs> so <laughs> Uncle JB immediately goes into elder mode. He gives me some advice. I'm going to tell you the part of that advice that is relevant for Portia. And he said to me, don't you marry nobody after before a whole year. Don't get into a marriage if you have not been together a full year. You need to see him in all four seasons. Because the way a man is in the springtime, stuff can happen. He ain't the same way in winter. And you need to know what his moods are like as different things affect him. Right? And that's the same for women. I get it. You know, you got to, you know, I'm not saying that fast love doesn't work out for some people. Some people really can you know, have a short love affair and it's magical and it's all this stuff. But there's a lot of bumps and bruises. When you talk to those couples, they tell you how hard the first year or two of that commitment is because they're still learning each other in such an integral way, right? This man is Nigerian, so he's not, he and Portia are not of the same uh, nationality and culture, right? We all black now, we all kin, but that's, that's some stuff she's going to have to learn. I don't think she's ever really been with an African man. So that those expectations of what he's looking for in a wife, she don't really know what he's looking for in a partner, to be quite honest. And I doubt that bolo stunt <laughs> could go down again. You know, things like that. You've got to give yourself time to get to know that person. And if you have a child in the mix, you also need to give yourself a chance to get to know how they work with children. PJ is a very cute little baby right now, but do you know how he's going to talk to your child when she's older and a little more rebellious, when she's at that age, when she wants to start dating? Is he going to start calling her? You know, because some people get real funny about children when they reach a certain age. All of a sudden, they want to be the king of discipline and everything is grounding and spanking. And, you know, all those things can affect your relationship with them, but can affect your relationship with your child if you have the wrong kind of mate around them. So it's, Interesting to me, if this is her timeline, she's saying it's only been one month and it's all that, but she's throwing that co-parenting at this man real fast. And I don't like that. It just feels like a bad idea. Um, here's another thing I do want to point out. Portia was a, a favorite for a lot of people on The Real Housewives. She had really earned the center peach over the last few seasons because she's fun she's fun she's funny she was doing her social justice work she has a cute little baby we all know that men seems to be her downfall right and so that's the thing I did want to talk about is that you've got to protect your image you got to protect your energy I get it because some of y'all are like no you know love da, da, da. we grown all this you know girl code blah, blah blah but for some people that no that's a really major thing and it makes you look grimy when you don't honor the fact that like this was a marriage no, there's, this is not somebody she dated in high school, but this is a marriage. And you swooped in and picked up her leftovers like the cleanup woman. Cleanup woman is a woman who takes all the love we girls leave behind. The reason we know about the cleanup woman is because some of us have had the same thing happen where you dating somebody or you think you feel some kind of way about somebody. That's why so many women are reacting. That's why so many people are reacting like this because there's... A lot of us who have had that situation where you cool with somebody, you think that's your girl, and, and as soon as anything, a little shake happens in your relationship, boy, she come on in. 
it just makes you look like you're untrustworthy and unseemly as a person. And it kind of undermines some of the work that she has done to kind of be everybody's fun homegirl and her image for this man. Now, I'm sure she's thinking he can afford to pay for whatever fan she loses because he's rich, rich, right? But, and you know, okay, maybe she's been attending the Marjorie Harvey School of Bad Bitches and this is what she's learned, right? Because I'm sure there's a class in that. But it's just, there's a part of me that just feels like, well, Portia, I don't agree what you did. I like you still. And I just don't know if I think this is going to turn out quite the way that you think it's going to turn out. Because right now, none of, you know, none of this is lining up right. Um, unless Fallon is like, I don't really care. <laughs> like, it's still going to come out. Like, it just looks very messy. The whole, we ain't really friends, no way. It just looks bad. You were in that woman's home. You were in that woman's home. And it just looks, it looks like something grimy was happening to begin with. And it looks like you helped speed along the breakup. You know what I mean? Like there's, and, and that's another thing. Like when you're in a relationship, you got to start giving timelines and caveats. And well, I know about the optics. You're not moving with integrity, daughter. You're not moving in ethics if you've got to start doing that. And that's, and it's, and sometimes you got to back up and say, wait, 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 maybe we just slow down. Let's not announce. I wouldn't announce shit until maybe October if I were them. But if she's, if she's on the baby train, then, then yeah, you got to go ahead and say what's going on. Cause then we'd be like, well, Portia just got a magic baby. Where'd that come from? So that's my thoughts on it. Like I said, I have a ton of thoughts and they're all mixed. And they're all confused. And I feel like the whole thing is messy. That's my whole thing. It's all messy boots. Um, and that's what I don't like in general. Like, yes, there's what you can get away with. But then there's sometimes when things just don't look ethical. Like, it just don't look right. It don't smell right. It don't look good. I don't like it. And another thing I don't like. And this is a trend that I noticed. And I told, I told my friends, I said, I'm sick of y'all niggas putting love wins on all of your mess. Love wins. The hashtag love wins was for our LGBTQIA friends when they got their rights to legally be married in this country. So if an LGBT couple says hashtag love wins, I'm like, all right, love wins. And even if you're straight and ethical, I'm not going to be mad. But I've noticed this trend where it's like, here's a messy situation. Uh, hashtag love wins. Like, no, no, <laughs> no. Like doing that is literally the equivalent of like, do y'all remember that song? If you haven't, I want you to do do yourselves a favor and look up the song Love Makes Things Happen. It's like Babyface and Pebbles duet. And it is a song that is so beautiful, so 80s R&B that if you don't pay attention, you'll forget you're singing about full on adultery. It is <laughs> a song that makes you forget. This is, wait a minute, this is not appropriate what you're saying that's what I feel like happens when y'all like slap love wins on like messy situations please cease and desist hashtag love wins is for actual like situations in which love overcomes all not when like your dick overcomes the commitment you made in another relationship and now you're with someone else like see how that's mm, that's not the same okay so let's 
think on those things. Stop with the love wins. But yes, of course we're going to see what's going on. It blew up the internet. People were talking and messaging me for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours about it. Um, on a shallow point, he ain't fine enough for all this, but he is rich enough. And that's, that's really what it comes down. Like, this is really all about paying bills. He is, look, I'm looking at his timeline. He is in Uganda right now uh, at the presidential inauguration for somebody. Yeah, he's, he's that kind of rich. Is Portia in Uganda with him? I doubt it. Don't nobody want us COVID, this COVID country. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's currently in Uganda. He travels to Miami. He just travels. He's just rich. He just does rich man things. Um, so yes, he's rich enough, but he certainly, he looked like, he looked like, you know, everybody daddy got that one uncle, homeboy that comes to the family barbecues and stuff and, and kind of act like, what y'all know about that? You know, he looks very much like that. That's all I'll say about it. Mm-hmm. 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 Look, I'm still scrolling because I'm trying to figure out when this boat vacation was. The man is rich, rich, rich. And I and I I'm sure that's what's making him attractive to Portia. He's got a, we've got everything <laughs> looking for each other. Yes, darling, you've got he's got very good financial security. What does he do? Founder and CEO. Yeah, he rich, rich, rich. That's, yeah, that's that's what's making him attractive. Let's see how this pans out. Because even with all that money and all that attraction, Fallon still couldn't stay. So, interesting. Uh, before I close out, I do want to talk about, while we're talking about women who have men who ruin their legacies and their image, let's talk about Tiny. The rest of Escape versus SWV. Uh, they did their versus battle on Saturday night, the night before Mother's Day. Uh, I had a wang dang doodle. It started off a little rough. Um, and we found out sort of after the fact why it started off a little rough. And that was uh, because Coco from SWV, the best soprano on the planet, pretty much. Um, there was a murder that happened right outside her hotel room. So she had a hard time kind of getting into the spirit of things uh, because, of course, she was traumatized because that's traumatic. Um, but once, honey, once that second half came, she took them heels off. It was all, she was back on it. Um, so the girls sang down. That's really the summary. Everybody sang their faces off. Uh, I'm going to start with the highs. Uh, everything that Coco sang. Highs, highs. Weak. They did her version of If Only You Knew. Um, amazing, amazing, amazing. Latasha, amazing vocals. Uh, all of ex everybody, everybody sang, everybody did their solos, everybody did their stuff. Uh, Taj, her legs, but addition to her looking amazing in those shorts, she did such a good job. Her and Candy, kudos to both of them because that first half was energetically kind of awkward. And I think because of all of the stuff that was going on and Tiny just seemed grumpy. She kept looking at the DJ fussing. Um, they did a really good job of keeping things on track. They were like our little host. And that's not a, that. listen, as a person who does hosting and does singing, guess what's a little easier? The singing. Um, so that's not something to sneeze at that Taj and Candy were able to keep the momentum going and keep things flowing and have banter and have all those. That That's such a necessary part of it. So kudos to them. Spinderella 
was uh, SWV's DJ, and it's always nice to see Spin. Look, he'll make your enemy your footstool, Spin. Just complaining about how uh, salt and pepper does you. Now look at you. Look at you being featured. So Spin, we <laughs> we love seeing Spinderella do anything, to be honest. And she was really good. Um, so those are the highs. The vocals were amazeballs. And I forgot how many songs I loved from like both of them, but particularly like SWV. Um, and I also remembered why my mama didn't like me singing a lot of those songs. Because a lot of those songs are about being a side chick. A lot of those songs are like, I'm just literally going to sleep with you and I don't care what your woman says. And, you know, child me just hurt Coco's soprano and all these harmonies. And my mom would be like, mm, maybe that you're the one for me is not what you want to sing. Now I'm grown like, oh, okay, okay I hear it. I see why I see why you like that. <laughs> it's all about just sneaking around with people's men. Gotcha. You're my little secret. Oh, oh, that's why my mom didn't like that. Got it. So I see now. Uh, the lows. Escape ain't had enough songs. We had to dig into songs that Candy and Tiny wrote for other people, like No Scrubs and Bills, Bills, Bills. And a little bit of Shape of You got played. Um, and we also had to hear Thug Holiday, which Latasha sang with. Is it Trick Daddy she did that with? Here's my issue with it. Okay, we had to do Thug Holiday, but are we really gonna act like Thuggish Ruggish Bone is not an option? If we're just doing things that you're featured on, Latasha, then why not do a classic? It's the Thuggish Ruggish, that's her. That's way better than Thug Holiday. Thug Holiday was annoying. This was a, Bone Thugs and Harmony, you missed a golden opportunity. That should have been put in there. Escape did not have enough songs. And and Candy, Burris, loves to be like, oh, I don't want to be in a group no more. I don't want to record new music. Clearly, y'all need to record new music because that's why y'all ain't have enough damn songs. And you, I, I don't like this double-mindedness in all your ways, Candy. Either you're in the group or you're out. Every time there's a good opportunity like Essence Fest or the Verses or something where they get honored, here come Candy. I'm part of Escape. I'm part of Escape. Okay, let's record new music. I don't really want to do that. No, Candy. Y'all need some new music. I hope Verses showed you. Y'all ain't got enough damn songs for your peers. Get your ass in that studio and write something and let Latasha sing the leads. So that's the low. Also... They had a DJ, DJ A1. He played great songs, right? He talked too much. And he kept demanding we put things in the chat. It's Mother's Day, put a flower in the chat. Put it in the chat. Put it, don't tell me what to do. I have an aversion to that. But when, when I laughed out loud, he played, I think he played like the butt or something. So he starts yelling, if you went to an HBCU, put it in the chat, put it in the chat, put it in the chat. And then he yells, if you got a degree, <laughs> put it in the chat. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? I'm just, oh, okay. You know, like he, he just, he was just so aggressive. And Tiny kept, I don't know what he did to Tiny, but he kept, she kept shooting him daggers. Like she would turn around and look at him like he just did something wrong. I do not know what he did to Tiny, but A1 was just... Shut your yap, sir. He was just so aggressive with his commands, and I didn't need it. Ooh, he stressed me out. He stressed me all the way out. Also, and this is a, a small complaint, but a big complaint. SWV, 
if you are doing this, because they did some of the newer songs, right? Because they've done some new projects since 2010 and they're actually quite good. So if you have not listened to SWV's more recent R&B uh, projects and albums. And when I say more recent, I mean like 2010 and you know, cause they've been in the game so long. You have to say like, no, the whole decade, right? This decade, they've been doing some new stuff and it's great. If y'all was going to include new music, how did y'all forget to add do you? Man crush every day could have been skipped and y'all could have done do you. Do you is my jam. If you have not heard SWV's do you do yourself a favor and listen to it. It's amazeballs. It is. Ooh, if you don't get up and 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 look, I'm body rolling. You can't see it, but if you don't get up and, and shake a little something to that song, then something is wrong with you. I love that song so much, and I was upset that it was not included. So, I mean, listen, the good thing is, it was such a good versus that my complaint was that I wanted one more song instead of um, <laughs> less. So that's, you know, it was a good time. Um, one thing that has to be discussed, needs to be acknowledged, needs to be recognized is that Tiny and her husband, T.I., still have allegations against them that they drugged and um, basically raped and assaulted women for like threesomes and things like that. That's still ongoing. There's at least 12 women that have come forward and said, yeah, I was drugged. Um, I came over thinking it was going to be one thing or, and, and I was drugged. Um, I'm not really sure where we are with those allegations, but there are some people who felt like it looked literally like she was singing and dancing in our faces and things were not right. Um, that's, you know, so it kind of brought up her appearance. There kind of brought that up again. The fact that it has been unresolved and that's an, you know, tiny is an interesting human because I don't think people tiny has spent the last literally 20 years dimming her light so that her husband can be comfortable. People forget how talented she is. Like that was what was also interesting was seeing people be like, oh, Tiny sings down. Like I didn't really realize how good she was. Like, you know, my husband and I were watching it and you know, he was not as well versed in Escape as I am. And he was just like, I had no idea T.I.'s wife had all them, them kind of vocals. Like I didn't know she could throw it down like that. And it kind of made me sad because I'm like, how much of diminishing you are you going to keep doing in this? You know what I mean? Like, so I'm not trying to say, oh, Tiny's only drugging people for her husband because, you know, you still have some autonomy. You know not to do that mess, right? But it is one of those things that, like, the legend of Tiny makes me sad because you had the talent, you had the vocals, you had all of that going for you when you met him. And now people literally just know you as like T.I.'s long-suffering wife. And it was bad enough that you were known for being cheated on, but now you're being known for drugging women with him so y'all can have threesomes. Like what else? Where's the floor? Is there not a part of your life that you won't, that like where is your boundaries, daughter? Where are your boundaries for you to protect you and your legacy and your image? Like you do not need to drug people for threesomes. We'll talk about that next week on the sex episode. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like what is, this should not even be a question. Like no one should be speculating about the fact that you are willingly engaging in such awful behavior. Consent is the most basic of, of needs. So, I mean, 
Yeah, that's what that's that was my major thought was like this should have been a triumphant night for Tiny. We should be hearing like, oh my gosh, Tiny's you know, and even like think about the fact that like okay, Jay Z and Beyonce. Beyonce is always featured on Jay Z songs, just singing a hook, just doing anything. Ti has never has Ti ever done that with Tiny? Has he ever had her just ooh in the back of a rap song for him? Ever, I'm literally asking. Like it's so weird, almost. It's, where's the floor, beloved baby? Like just seeing her with Escape and be so capable and be so talented, just reminds me like. When did you lose your soul, friend? When did you lose you? <sighs> so these are all my thoughts. I, um, yeah. This week's theme is like, don't let that man drag you. <laughs> drag you in hell, basically. <laughs> but this, this is like, what a messy ass week. And it's only like, we're not even done with it. So if something else pops up, y'all just gonna have to hear about it next week. But I knew, I knew that the mess was too deep for me to even think I could tack it on to next week's episode. Like, I've been running my mouth for 45 minutes because it's that bad. <laughs> so we'll be back next week. We'll have a full episode. I'm super, super excited for you all to hear that. Uh, but this is your Sangria Sermon. I'm gonna keep drinking my Chardonnay. And uh, I want you all to be blessed. Remember, you can email me at cocktailconvo7 at gmail.com. Rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to share this as well. You can send me a voice memo. The link for that is in the description box. And, you know, you can always contribute to this podcast. Um, and the link for any financial contributions are there as well. So I love you, babies. Be blessed. Uh, in the words of NeNe Leakes, close your legs to married men. And I'm going to include... Until the paperwork is finalized, just leave them alone. It's not, it don't seem like it's worth the trouble. <laughs> That's the advice I have. I love you, babes. Bye.